If you got your powers and kept quiet about it, this podcast ain't for you. And if you still pronounce that word for an internet joke as Mimi, this podcast ain't for you. Welcome back, friends. How you doing? Hello. Sit back. Relax. And welcome to You Mad It's a Mean Podcast, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. And it's your boy Chuck. And Jordan. Yeah, man, we're your podcast protégés, man. I'm finna just add AKAs every week. Shout out to Jesus and Mero until we get to 100 of the motherfuckers. That's how I feel. Whose protégés are we? Uh, I could just segue into the first topic I want to discuss. Oh, I got you. All right, we'll come back to it. We'll come okay, back to it. Okay, we can come back to it. Uh, so, yeah, we're. I feel like I'm protégés of... Uh, some very important people, uh, not important people, people that I enjoy listening to because I like podcasts and shit. So, you know, in my head, they have taught me everything I know. They ain't teach oh, me okay. shit. I'm the go, go, <laughs> goatee on my own. I was so about to look up the definition of protege and be like, I don't think Charles knows what a. No, no. I'll I, I be knowing my shit. I just act slow sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Make them, make them think they got one above you, but they really don't. Well, definitions and, you know, idioms are not really a thing, so I wouldn't have been surprised. Haters gonna hate, potatoes gonna potate, and I can't relate, because I am great. Ha <laughs> ha! Out here with these dad jokes. Oh my god. Anyways, Let's uh, get to welcome. the first... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, <Let's> go. <laughs> this is a Christmas episode, you know what I'm saying? We had to have DMX give you some of them iconic bars you don't Classic. know nothing about rudolph or the red nose reindeer if you do tell them to come holler at me uh, speaking of i've been yeah. uh, listening to a podcast about the origins of rudolph the red nose reindeer so maybe oh, i'm there for today we'll come back oh, yeah maybe <laughs> i want to i'm interested <laughs> tell me more because i didn't know there were origins i just thought somebody you know this is a, it was a bible story the angels handed it down <laughs> hey man they did the same thing with Jesus anyway. So that uh, Joel Osteen could one day prosper from <laughs> the made-up pagan holiday that we turned Christian. <laughs> You're going to piss some people off. We ain't, we ain't even 10 minutes in. We ain't 10 minutes in. You're going to piss somebody off. They're going to stop. This podcast ain't for me. Click. Uh, <laughs> yo, so I, I really want to big up somebody that I've been watching grow uh, into an upcoming superstar, fam. Before we get into that, are we going to do an update on the solstice? Do we have to? Oh, is there nothing to talk about? Look, bro, if you know, you know. Okay. No, nah, right. man, let, let's discuss it, man. We, <laughs> on December 21st, we were all bamboozled, hoodwinked, and led <laughs> astray. We all thought we were going to get some kind of magical powers, and turns out, nobody not a not a person that we're aware of got any magical powers. So yeah. you know, black is still beautiful. Black is still a ble- the best thing you can be. But you know, did you do any manifesting or meditating on the solstice? Uh, nah, I didn't know it had instructions. I just thought they were going to be bestowed <laughs> upon me, like well, Superman they... coming to Earth. Well, that's unfortunate. That means you just didn't take advantage. Maybe I should have found a radioactive spider, uh, billions of dollars like Batman or Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Who else got their powers? Strangely. You you get the gist. Maybe I should have did some strange shit on the 21st. See if I couldn't get some magical something. But, you know, I'm just a regular old Chuck. You know, six foot one black man. Semi-athletic. Zero percent now. 
uh, with a child and a beautiful wife. Did this turn into a dating profile? Hey, man, and I like long walks on the beach. Uh, I love having deep conversations. I love to stimulate your mind before I get to your body. If you follow what I'm drifting. Gag. Moving on. Hey, man. Hey, somebody might like that. You don't know. <laughs> What's killing me before we continue on is <laughs> your your screen is set up to where it's like your nose down. So it's like you're anonymous or some shit. Uh, <laughs> you give it <laughs> real facts. Like real life. I'm just trying to give you some advice, Tim. And you're gonna tell me some to do some sick shit. And you're just not gonna listen to me, so it is what it is. Do I listen to anybody, Jordan? <laughs> no. That is the answer to that question. I don't listen to shit. Make up my own mind, my own rules. Anyways, let's discuss Andrew Schultz for a okay. second. I really wanted to get to this, if you can't tell. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching someone uh, start. I've been paying attention to Andrew Schultz, which is a comedian. He is a co-host on one of my favorite podcasts ever. I uh, also has another podcast he's come up in the stand-up community as well uh watch him grow from being you know some bullshit bullshit on mtv2's uh guy code all the way to getting his own netflix special and it was fucking amazing and i almost shed a tear when i seen the announcement like it felt good to you know see somebody start from little to nothing and grow to your own Netflix special and is more to come. I'm pretty sure he kind of alluded to it, but that's where I want to be. 2022. I feel like I, mm. that is my manis- manifestation. There we go. Uh, it's not <laughs> necessarily a Netflix special, but just grow, you know, your little seed into this big giant, whatever you want tree. Let's call it a tree with deep roots. Like he got employees and shit now. Why can't that be me? Yeah. Let's make it happen. Did you see, uh, of course, I'm pretty sure you didn't watch it, but uh, did you see that he had a Netflix special? I have a confession. You don't know who Andrew Schultz is? No, I know who he is. I don't find him to be that funny. (laughs) Wow. I think he's kind of a dickhead, and I don't think that anything, like, every once in a while he says something that makes me laugh, but for the most part, he just kind of gets on my nerves. Even on the podcast? De- on the podcast, specifically. Oh, damn. I don't... I can't often finish a Brilliant Idiots episode. Wow. <laughs> and what's crazy Man. is Brilliant Idiots is kind of the the inspiration to what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been to Andrew Schultz comedy shows. Uh, I stood in line after the show to get a picture with him. I uh, told him, I didn't whisper in his ear, but I kind of like mumbled like, hey man, you're kind of the reason why I do my own podcast now. He was like, oh no shit, that's dope. Like, follow him on Instagram. I rarely follow famous people. Like, He's the second fiddle of course, because Charlemagne is the goat, goat, goaty. Don't argue or at me. Uh, but yeah, he, he has turned himself into his own thing. And I that think is- he's funny. That is impressive. I do like that. But uh not I don't know. Not my flavor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to each his own. I'm I'm not upset. It's not like I'm gonna open hand smack the shit out of you because you ain't fucking with my, my man Schultz. But you know, if you are, you know, one of the assholes, that's that's what they call them, you know, throw it up. You know? And I just wanted to discuss that for a few seconds. Just how you can start small and just Blow the fuck up. And it's my turn. I'm All taking right. I'm taking my turn. I'm taking my shots. I'm, Let's go. I'm thinking of master plans, Jordan. All right. And we will take over the world. Pinky and the brain. Let's get it. <laughs> Who's pinky? Who's the brain? You can be the brain. I'll be pinky. I mean, in this situation, it sounds like you're the brain. Did you ever see that... Uh, the theory that Pinky and the Brain, like, Pinky was a smart one and Brain was a stupid one? Yes, I have seen that. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, we can and do face that, value. We can get deep. It don't matter. In that <laughs> that theory, which to explain that theory is basically, basically like Pinky is just like a master manipulator, basically. 
Yeah. And um, lets the brain think what he wants to think and is like the optimistic, like, yeah, brain, let's do it. <laughs> um, and in that regard, maybe you are the brain and I'm pinky. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, man. It's all making sense. It's all going to come together. Uh, but yeah. So I, apparently, you know, me and Jordan have a way to take notes with each other and give each other, you know, uh, topics that we want to discuss. Yeah. That's how we come up with our general outline and like ideas back and forth. And all week I was just either inspired or just lit as fuck. And Jordan seen absolutely none of this. (laughs) And I hate explaining things. Well, that's too damn bad. This is your explanation (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I just, I don't know what I was doing this week, but I fully like checked out of all everything. And I didn't see, typically I get a notification when you update the note, but I didn't really get notifications this week. So yeah. I didn't go look at anything. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. Apple has failed us, bro. And uh, Tim Cook, you got to do better. Make sure. It was also my birthday. So it was that weird um, like vortex that you get into during your birthday week where like, all posts are really just relating to that. And you're just thanking people for like five days. These are facts. <laughs> so I was kind of in that. So I would get on social media and be like, I'm overwhelmed. And then I would get off. <laughs> and then I would just go watch uh, Among Us compilations on YouTube again. So gotcha. also there's a whole lot of drag race coming out. So I've been watching a lot of <laughs> behind the scenes of that because we're getting ready for two new seasons. Oh, okay. Uh, you know. Uh, lip sync for your life. Oh, go off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know a little. I've been seeing enough of the previews to know that part. There will be six lip sync battles. And then they say, uh, <laughs> you have a lot of competition. And then one of the people say, uh, where? Or I don't see him or some shit. It was a nice little clap back. <laughs> Might watch an episode with Diva. She's a fan. Well, there's uh, a, a U.S. season and a U.K. season coming back to back. Oh. And the fandom is a little torn. They're a little like there's too much going on. But RuPaul's going to make that money. Who would be better in drag? U.K. or U.S.? Who's well, better in drag? It depends on your the type of drag you're into. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Here come this rabbit hole. I, mean, if you wanna, I, I had no intention of going down it, but if you want to, we can. Hey guys, choose your own adventure. Do you want to hear Jordan describe different kinds of drag? If so, comment yes. If not, say Chuck, continue on. Give you a few moments to deliberate. Okay, the results are in. And it seems like an overwhelming support. Jordan, please explain what the fuck... I just knew you were going to say continue on. And that was fine with me. We can, we can really talk about it when it comes out. But um, okay. I think the biggest difference is the level of camp between UK and US. And um, live performance is valued more in UK drag. Whereas US is mainly lip syncing. Which at this point in time, it's all kind of blending together with the invention of social media and everybody being able to touch each other. But in its roots... UK drag is more like cabaret, live singing, and they call lip syncing pantomiming. Not a whole lot of pantomiming. Whereas US drag is, there is that element of live performance, especially in New York, but it's mainly lip syncing, looks, dancing, shablamming, pageants. Shablamming? Um, yeah, that is a severe rabbit hole that we can go down another day. I, I, just, I just had a, a brilliant idea, Jordan. Okay, what's the idea? How about we wait? How how long are these uh, seasons? Um. Well, it depends on how much money the UK got. I guess they have enough girls. So like 14 episodes, 13 episodes. All right. So what we going to do, uh, you watch seven episodes, and then you're going to give a recap of those seven episodes. And then I'm going to try to figure out what the fuck is going on <laughs> as you explain. And then I'm going to find some obscure thing and then try to explain it to you. I mean, and then these can just be subcategories of our weekly episode. Yours is about to come up this week already, though. Which is? 
I mean, you're about to have to explain everything we're about to talk about. <laughs> no, but this is, you know, this, this is a one-off. I'm, okay. I'm trying to get some shit. I would say the challenge, but you kind of know about the challenge and shit. Uh, um, have find you watched, show. speaking of, well, we are all over the place. Have yeah. you um, watched any of the challenge that they've put on Netflix? Netflix? The the challenge versus the U.S. versus the stars? No, they've put like 14 seasons of the challenge on Netflix. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to watch this from the beginning. And it's like the season after it starts with the season after the first battle of the sexes. So it is like Karamo, Darrell, uh, Tanya, Veronica, like wow. some, oh, the Miz before when he was just starting to become the Miz. Um, Abram before he was what he was Landon they they still have um their titles still have road rules in real world in their like who yeah. they are <laughs> and it's oh. good guys it's Dave Mira's the host good guys versus good yeah good guys versus badasses it is a time warp if nothing else and just how they used to do everything and they're still calling everything mission missions instead of like challenges like back from the road rule days wow it's wild and it i did is, not know this it's a uh, because i was just looking for something for some background noise and i was like the challenge oh this is like the challenge of the challenge holy shit oh yeah i'm i'm in there like uh in there like swimwear but i haven't watched the challenge in a really long time i told you i'm like i'm seasons behind i don't i watched um tj do an interview recently and the shit he was talking about i had no idea what he was talking about okay well I might just pick up the challenge and do a challenge recap just for shits and giggles while Jordan does, uh, what, what's the name of the shit? Drag race. Yeah. Drag race. I uh, just all might get cut out and we all just might surprise you. Uh, just, you know, Beyonce surprise drop out of nowhere. Speaking of, you know, inspirations, I know you didn't see it, but you have to watch this. Okay. You have to like the first fifteen minutes alone is some of the dopest shit, and you're gonna love it because I- I'll get to it. So, okay. anyways, <laughs> eighty five South show. Apparently, if you don't know who the eighty five South show is, it is this Chico being <laughs> yeah, this podcast ain't for you. It's Chico <laughs> being Carlos Miller and DC Young Fly. Uh, they all you know came together, made a podcast. They do funny freestyles. They talk about goofy shit. They all low key from the hood. Smoke weed. From, smoke weed. They're all from uh wilding out. So, you know, they have that going for them. And it's insanely popular. It started out kind of small. Uh, shout out to Andrew Schultz. And now it's like this big thing where they're hosting award shows and kind of all doing their own thing, right? So uh they did I, I guess they're doing showcases now. And it's this dude named Akeem Ali. That comes on there. It was all over TikTok. And I was like, what is this? Like, he's talking real slick, real pimp-like. And he's dropping bars. So I was like, let me just listen to the whole thing in its entirety. It's 15 minutes of majority of him freestyling. Uh, Chico and uh, Carlos Miller, they they hop in for a few moments, but they ain't nowhere near what this dude is doing. He's from Jackson, Mississippi. And it's like rapping as if he's a pimp. His pimp name is Kenny Casanova, and he's just talking, you know, on some real slick Mississippi shit. And at one point, he reminded me of Crit because he started rapping about his uh, his car and the way he described it, you know, peanut butter insides, candy paint, the whole kitten caboodle. Uh, it was real Crit-like. My whip got peanut butter guts, that shit for protein. My whole mean, and when I bend the corner, bitch, we both lean. I'm creeping, cruising slow like my gas tank full of codeine. And before I park my shit in your garage, make sure your flow clean. I'm shining like palm olive, white walls got to gleam when I'm seen. And the wheels tricking like a Harlem Globe ball trotter. Flexing, I perplex y'all. Them kangaroo subwoofers keep shit jumping and leave my trunk shaking like a wet dog. Cascade, how my tires skating. Put the thump on vibrate, make the skies quake while the ride glide. Now the whole car is gyrating. A 72 Chevelle thing. That paint bipolar, the way it's flipping, promote. 
promoting you gang violence. I let them twelves bang. Wood grain is still fresh, rub it and you can catch a splinter. Dash from Ticonderoga. She smell like a pack of pencils. Dollar Rancher paint. I caught a lick on that candy and it was sweet too. Shit drip like hot fudge and it get these bitches a sweet too. I'm slamming those. My candy coat sweet as honey and do cantaloupe. On hammers make a freaky diva peek and drop her pantyhose. My camera roll is full of these damsels shaking their fannies. And I'm asking myself, could this shit be magic? Very Manilow. I was like, damn, man, Mississippi really coming out with some with some motherfuckers. Because this dude mixed up. Now, what he did was he did the whole freestyle. And then he, I think he came up with the song first and he did the freestyle. And then it was bonus verses. It's 15 minutes of shit. Uh, the song ain't as good as the freestyle. I don't know if it's the uh, the ad-libs he's doing or the way they mixed it. it. It's not as bomb as the actual live show. But it's some shit you still need to to watch. You support the man and download the song but uh the youtube video was worth it and you know i was listening to um it was my birthday and always on my birthday week i kind of just play the whole crit catalog so that it keeps me in a good mood and i was listening to the last album and you know he had carlos and uh chico on there and all the the intro the outro any skits in the middle was just them talking shit and they say some of the funniest shit on that album too Mm. Speaking Did not know that. And 85 South. Okay. That hurt my feelings. Well, um, I knew there was people talking. I didn't know it was people yeah, from it's 85 South show. It's definitely Carlos and Chico's in the part where uh, that last song, they are like on the, the outro on the, on the end of the song. And they say something about the, it, it was the biggest of crit. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and they just, I mean, it's literally just them talking and the fact that those connections are happening and that Crit just put them on. You can tell he literally just was like, all right, here's the album. Go. <laughs> right. Which is, is dope. Uh, damn, I can't think of his name. My, I should have took a caffeine pill or something. But uh, it's people that do that now because 85 South Show is more established. So codependent. <laughs> Caffeine pill? You drink coffee, motherfucker. I just take it direct. I know, but the fact that she was like, I can't think. I gotta take a caffeine pill. <laughs> Man, it is currently 1020 at night. If we would have recorded when we originally planned. Alright, All right, bet. <laughs> All right, say I what think I would have been say. good. <laughs> go, back to, go back to what you were saying. Never fucking mind. Can I continue? Okay, Never appreciate fucking you. mind. <laughs> I can't even think of the names, but uh, the 85 South show, they are more established. They are, you know, Drewski. That's his name. Uh, Drewski and uh, his other guys are like coming up there doing the same thing, like getting on albums and being goofy. I just watched a video with Drewski was like at the Puff's house, the Diddy's house, the Combs house. <laughs> the Puff's house. Yeah, the Puff's. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Puff. <laughs> yeah, well, Diddy is single. He ain't got nobody on his arm. I know. Uh, it was just we funny. Can talk about why, but... <laughs> but yeah, the uh, Combs house, uh, one of his houses, I'm sure. But he like talked to the youngest one and he talked to the uh, eldest one, the one that does music and produces and shit. And then Diddy just walks in randomly. I'm like, how is Drewski like, doing this? He has a video with Drake. Like he gets crazy cameos just for doing silly Twitter shit. I mean, if you think about it, DC Young Flies where he's at just from roasting people on Instagram. You're right. You're right. But he uh he did it a whole lot better than like what's the the one chick that was doing it at the same time he was? Uh Jess Hilarious. Yeah, Jess Hilarious. He, it's well, strategy. It's that and then age old, like, can you perform or not? Because DC can mm. do stand up. Yeah. And he is also t- talented. I didn't know the day I figured out this man could actually sing and was working on an R&B album, like actually seriously. And even when he said he was working on an R&B album, I was like, yeah, OK, whatever. And then like every once in a while, you'll hear him do some shit on 85 South. And you're like, not nah, he. Wait, did y'all hear that? Right. I think he can actually sing. <laughs> yeah, but man. that's um, that is a case study in how the social media stars can cross over and there's not too many that can actually go on a stage and hold people's attention for 30 minutes an hour and be lucrative like that. And we've kind of touched on that before, but there's something to be said about being funny for seven seconds or 15 or 30 seconds, as opposed to holding people's attention for a stage show. Right. It's a lot more people that can do that shit on social media. Not that it isn't a talent, but 
it takes a lot more work to actually be able to get in front of people and do some shit. And DC Young Fly can do that. And there's not a lot of people that can. Right. Uh, especially since he started off on IG. It's different if you are a comedian and then you transition to IG and just become mm-hmm. an internet guy. But the fact that IG is something you can do a hundred takes up till you get it right. Mm-hmm. But on, when you're on the stage, that's your ass. Mm-hmm. You got to be great at that moment. So, you know, shout out to them, man. This is just the uplifting Christmas episode. We we just bigging up all our, all our uh, inspirations and shit. Hell yeah. No, nah, I'm lying because I'm finna roast this one girl in a second. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> the beginning of this podcast is nothing but inspiration. And shout out to the people who inspire us type shit. Well, but, speaking of inspirations, let's okay. move on to the one thing that I can fuck with. Yes. I think his real name is Darrell, but he goes by Really B. Anyway, he's a, the car salesman that took over the world these last two weeks. And you know what? I don't know. Before we get into him, because y'all already know where we're going with this. You heard it in the intro. Have you seen the white dude named Brody that's had Facebook videos going viral at a Dodge dealership? Yeah. You have Mopar, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these dudes are getting real funny on social media. (laughs) But. Because, look, at the end of the day, you trying to sell cars. Hell if yeah. you think hard enough, if you can go viral by selling the viral and you just so happen to be doing shit in your car outfit, salesman shit, sales got to go up, right? They going to want to find them because you want to get to where the money reside. <laughs> nice segue. So this guy has a has a catchphrase. The original dude we were talking about, Darrell, um, where he... I think he was just on his way to work one day and was just like, good morning, folks. Like doing some like morning, like wake up. Hey, how you doing? Because traditionally um, what people have found marketing wise when it comes to car salesmen or car dealerships and things like that is um, it's a regional thing. You always have more appeal regionally. And so that's why a lot of cars and furniture their commercials and their marketing will be specific to the area. Like we get Mm. Chevy Texas style trucks advertised to us for a reason because it is per, it's known to it's proven to do better when you sell those type of things regionally because they are such an investment the psychology of it is is people need to feel like that they can trust you and they can build a personal relationship with you and then they're more likely to do such a large purchase with you and that's why you'll see car commercials where people are more sitting in their accent or acting crazy or like furniture commercials or like wholesale warehouses where they're like breaking windows and shit to like get your attention Mm. because that there's a whole study on why that marketing is most effective. So now with social media, it's a whole different ball game of that and developing your personality. And I mean, if you think about it, how many times do you know people who went and bought a car because Somebody knew somebody or somebody introduced somebody or something along those lines. But he was just in the car having to go all the time. And he said, we about to what? (laughs) Or what did he say? Shit, play the clip. All right, we going. What a money reside. What a money reside. What a money reside. What a money reside. Okay, let me tell you something. I'm doing something real big this month. Any deal that y'all got and they beating us, I'm going to be about $400. Just give me your bin and the paper because I'm ass. What the what? What a money reside. What a money reside. What a money reside. What a money reside. Okay, I'll tell you. So that's the video. And it just took the fuck off because it's catchy as hell. And he just made a bunch of videos at the dealership. And now he got a catchphrase and a cat and a little hook <laughs> and has been selling cars like crazy and getting all kinds of attention. People have been remixing it. People have been referencing it everywhere. This is why I'm at. Where? Okay. Diva shows it to me, of course. Or no, she didn't show it to me. She quoted it as if I was supposed to know what the fuck she was talking about. I was like, I, what, what money was I? She was like, yeah, I'm going to go to uh, work where the money reside. Where the money reside. Where the... I was like, what? And then she was like, oh, you don't know? You're supposed to know all the memes. And then she showed me. I was like, okay, this is kitschy. Whatever. 
And so then I seen it again and I seen his face and it looks like a thumb. Like he ain't got no, <laughs> no, no facial features. It's like just face neck. It ain't no like chin or nothing. So I, I thought that was a little funny, but he came up with some catchy. And now we're going to say that for the next two or three weeks until we find the next man. Oh, absolutely. I applaud him. And he already got merch out. Snap for that. He do? Hell yeah. Damn. That's just like the person that was like, it's beyond me when he was at the working at the hotel. Yep. That motherfucker came up with something the next day. If you I guess if you on your wave, you better ride that bitch out. It is no need to to second guess yourself. If you hit you a million views, page, you better have a t shirt ready. Ooh, this is a fact. And this man got hoodies. That's the real lick. If they gonna buy mm. hoodies, yep. you're good to go. I guess he's staying where the money at. He don't even need to go nowhere. If he getting motherfuckers to buy his merchandise, you're winning. He is where the money is. And he's gonna gonna come up with a song. Well, remix God already took hold of that, and he Mm. thought that was funny. But I guarantee someone's already got him in the studio. Yes, of course. And that is so crazy. Just something so silly. Something (laughs) so like. Blase can transform a motherfucker's life instantly. I see people on TikTok. I was watching. It's this one. She cute. She seemed a little slow. But <laughs> she TikTok. She on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't really follow people. I just go up and down the for you page. But I follow her because she did. I think she was trying to get in a hot tub, and like she fell in it. And she used to always just be fucked up. And so she's been doing TikToks for four months. Mind you, just four months. She has made enough money to like buy her a car. She's in pilot school now. She uh, (laughs) travels in a van. Not slow, like slow, slow, like remedial class slow. Just like, you know, ditzy, like kind (laughs) of all over the place. Probably hard to have a conversation with type shit. Uh, But she is like done so well for herself with four months on TikTok. Four months, not four years. She has stopped drinking, doing drugs and shit. And now all she do is try to be a pilot, eat healthy, and travel around with some white boy on beaches and shit. I'm like, this girl done figured it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. All because of TikTok? Because you made one minute videos? <laughs> God damn, what am I doing with my life? I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, we ready to move on? Yes, let's let's continue on. I want to discuss how one lady has killed the Christmas spirit. I'm I'm going to put it on COVID. I think COVID did this, uh, but I still need to talk about it. Her name is Melanie Amaro. Mm -hmm. I I said that right. I'm proud of myself. Uh, And if you haven't seen the video, she is just standing in the middle of Target and just start singing uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. And everybody around her pays zero attention to her. It's <laughs> the depressing shit I've ever seen. And when I watched it originally, oh shit, when I watched it originally, I thought she worked there. I didn't just figure this out until today that she's like an actual performer. Like she wants to, she has a YouTube channel and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So when I'm processing it, the first time I'm seeing it, I'm like, damn, she is like really singing and really sounds like Mariah and is really hitting the notes, but isn't on like a stage or anything. It looks like she's working there. One of her managers is like, shit, you ain't got to fold up the clothes. Just, just sing for the people. Nobody gives a fuck. The guy pans around. I think it's like two people kind of like, like showing support, <laughs> like shaking back and forth, but nobody else gives a fuck. They're still ch- in the self checkout, doing what the fuck they got to do. Like fuck Christmas. And then I was thinking, this is Christmas. Really, is just capitalism, fam. Like I really had to like shake myself out of it. Like this is fucked up. But then when I was looking for the actual video of her singing, because I was gonna clip it in, she went to Walmart and was wearing Walmart shit. And then she has the nerve, like she has like a, a big JBL speaker and a microphone. Mm. And she says like, attention target shoppers. And then for the Walmart, she was like, attention Walmart shoppers. Uh, d- 
this is something, something like, this is my Christmas gift to you or some bullshit like that. <laughs> it's like, fam, like, I get you want to, you want to get your name out there. I get that. But in the middle of Walmart, when you already stressed, it's COVID number one. Number two, ain't nobody got none of the toys your kids are looking for. We still looking for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox. Everybody TV sold out. You, It's already stressful in them stores. And you think, you singing, even though you sound good, and you got a little booty too, you think that's going to change anybody's holiday spirit? If anything, I think it pissed everybody off. It would make me mad. Yeah. <laughs> you are in my way. <laughs> exactly. And if she wanted to put on a show and get people's attention, you were better off doing it outside unless you were somewhere like Minnesota and it was cold as fuck. But dog, in the, in the front of self-checkout is where, where your stage resides. Yeah. And then is somebody over there on camera with a camera out too? Like, and I'm going to be on video and I wasn't right. ready? Uh-uh. And then... At Not some the way point, I like, go for it. <laughs> a manager, I'm pretty sure on the Walmart video, uh, the manager was like, Y'all gotta move around because that was only a minute and fifty seconds. The target <laughs> one, she she got the whole Mariah Carey joint out. But uh And that's a long song. The song a long, long song. But sis sis had some windpipes, man. I'm I'm I wasn't mad at the singing. I'm just mad at the execution, baby. We could have we could have did this somewhere else. You could have went to electronics and tried to figure it out. <laughs> And say, look how awesome this speaker is. You could have got some commission, but your dumbass decided to go and sell checkout. Yeah, I bet it would have been interesting if she would have went to like one of the intersections where like the baby clothes are <laughs> and yeah. did it there. Maybe it would have yeah. been more interesting. I mean, I guess you're getting more exposure at the front because everybody got to leave out basically, but not right there. I'm sitting there trying to calculate my, my gift prices and swipe <laughs> for gift cards and make sure I don't go over budget. Trying and then to I got to listen to. Oh, exactly. I'm trying to Damn, what you can get through the self checkout while they not oh, looking. <laughs> exactly. You're trying to hit a lick, and this woman making the spot hot. Managers all standing there, confused. <laughs> Who's this random lady dressed like she works here? Everybody like, did you hire? Her? Did you hire? Her? And the fact, honestly, for seasonal at those type of stores, there are definitely people there who thought she might actually work there. It was exactly. like, why is she clocked in doing it? Is she on her break? Who, who's called, manager is that? <laughs> <laughs> whose responsibility is this? <laughs> is she the new key holder? Like she caused so much confusion for no reason to sing a little bit. You know what that just made me think of? This is absolutely random, but it's about Target. Yeah. What I have always wanted to know at Target is when you're at the checkout, what the fuck does the little car horn sound mean? You know what I'm talking about? No, I when- don't shop there enough. When you are standing there, it like rings at all of the cashiers and it goes honk honk. And I want to know <laughs> what does it mean? What does it signify? Because it is such a weird sound. It sounds like a car horn from like a baby toy. Mm-hmm. And it happens constantly. And it happens at all the different registers. So it's not like it's like, a, oh, there's a curbside ready or something like that. And it goes all the way down and you can like hear it like ring all the way down at all the checkouts. And it, I don't know why it confuses me every single time. And I've always wanted to know what it means. <laughs> well, tell you what, if you work at Target uh, and you know what the fuck that means, give us a call, <laughs> man, because Jordan's curious. And now when I go to Target, I'm finna listen for that car sound because I've never heard it. Mm-hmm, when you're in line at the checkout. I'm a Walmart the, guy anyways. The Trader Joe's in Plano has occasionally a like electric violinist. That comes out there. I've never actually gone down there. It's like a family that'll come out there and they'll have like, they have like one amp and they have like a violin. Sometimes they have like a saxophone. Sometimes there's an accordion and they play like covers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They don't sing, which is nice. I don't know why. I don't really need the singing if I didn't pay for it. My thing is that (laughs) like singing, when I hear people sing, even if they can sing good, I still feel embarrassed a little bit. Yes. Somebody <laughs> like that is a professional like entertainer. You could sound just like Whitney Houston, but if you aren't Whitney Houston, I just feel away. I, I don't I've always been like that. Yeah, and I think I can't it's, watch it's, American Idol or X Factor or anything. I think it's also like the potential for it to go wrong is constantly there. So there's the constant anxiety of like, can you pull this off? And like it how am I going to fix my face if you don't, especially if yeah. we're face-to-face? <laughs> How can I still act like you can sing when you can't <laughs> sing? <laughs> and it, it is stressful. It is so stressful. Yeah, man. 
my brother can sing. And I still be like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> really, all my family can sing. But me. I can sing too, though. My wife told me I can. Uh, <laughs> so that makes it true. Yeah, Duh. <laughs> they say happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, anyways, I want to get on my soapbox for a second. You finna sound like a big hater. A little bit. Over the weekend, uh, I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently it's a thing. There is a PGA tournament uh, where uh, you partner up with, I guess, a partner of your choice, and you play through the tournament, right? Uh, Tiger signs up for the tournament, and guess who he uses? You wanted me to guess? I follow this shit. <laughs> oh, uh, hi, I'm going to use protege, right? His protege... Charlie Woods. Uh, and so... AKA his son. Yes, his son. Way, his actual son. Uh, <laughs> who really doesn't look like him. Uh, I, I, I Wasn't his wife white? If you mix white, black, Polynesian, and that you get Charlie. Like, he, he's not ugly or anything wrong with him. He just... It's an interesting mix-up. <laughs> yeah. What Charlie can do, like a motherfucker, is play golf. And you want to know why he can play golf? Because his father is one of the greatest golfers to ever live, right? Mm -hmm. What I got sick of is looking at everybody amazed and marveled that Tiger and Charlie had the same mannerisms. As if he was, like, he Tiger didn't raise the kid. Like, of course you would pick up on your parents' shit if you're doing said shit with parent all the time. That wasn't the first time Tiger and Charlie played with each other. By the way, Charlie is 11. Uh, I just and got tired the, of the comparison. What did he have the first eagle of the tournament? I, it probably. I wouldn't be surprised. He did. He I, Well, I know he had an eagle, and I'm pretty sure he was the first to do it at, in the, at the tournament. The kid is raw. He can whip my ass by, by a long shot. Well, I watched yeah. a TikTok where it was like, imagine this. Like, you're 11 your dad is Tiger Woods. There are people putting bets on you. Like, this was live, like sports books and everything. Imagine somebody being like, I bet your child graduates high school. Like, just imagine <laughs> how much pressure being placed on a kid that doesn't even fully understand it. It's, it's cool, but, like, it comes with, we've talked about this before, like, it comes with the territory of your parent being a celebrity. Especially if you then d decide to walk in their footsteps, like yeah, like like Bronny, like Baby Mellow, yeah, like you're you're signing up for this D Wave son, uh, so good luck. But I just got tired of looking at the comparisons. Like, look how he does it, just like Tiger. No shit, that's it's common sense. If you start doing it like Phil Mickelson, that's when I'd be fucking concerned because that's not. <laughs> His daddy. How did he well, pick up the mannerisms? The thing about this tournament, though, is that it's just for fun. So they always have oh. to find something to, like, drive into the ground. <laughs> and it just so happens this is the most entertaining thing that's happened at this tournament for years. Yeah. Okay. I I, uh... I will say also, like, like our uh, friend, his former coach, and then, like, my family friend, Coach Brown and his son, his son now coaches football. And I never get over how much they look alike when especially yeah. when it comes to coaching because i guess it's just new for me to see kevin coach kind of i mean he's been doing it for a couple of years but it's still i only get to make it to like a game or so and it's still kind of new and it, it never gets old when i look at him to be like golly you look like your daddy <laughs> yeah but the apple never falls too far far from the tree y'all don't get tired of telling me i look like my daddy and hey, man, i'm you, still. you talk it, it, but here's the thing. You do shit like your dad from time to time. You start talking with your hands and start <laughs> enunciating real hard and shit. Chewing on gum. <laughs> cap on. Standing in a green field. I'm be like, uh, uh, he finna make me, she finna make me run for no reason. I know I ain't do nothing this time. Like, I, I mean, Hair I rolls. get it. Hey, man. Ooh, in the sticker field? This some East Texas shit. Y'all understand. I'm running for some gashers. Yeah, man. I won't never forget, uh, speaking of Coach Brown, he blatantly lied to us 
And I feel like they did it just to see what I would do. <laughs> they like blatantly lied. It was like, hey, if y'all run this grass real hard, y'all only got to run one. And I said, bet. I could do it. And I never led the pack in gashers. I was typically mid-pack, bottom of the pack. I could have, should have been second every time. Uh, so I ran that bitch, and I was the first one. And then Coach Brown was like, nah, y'all got more to do. And I was like, ain't this about a motherfucker? <laughs> I walked the mother once. They kissed my ass. I was always the person. This is the most embarrassing. One of the most embarrassing things. That, some of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me was in basketball with Coach Cochran. But, um, we ran ladders all the time, and I never had any delusions of being even in the middle of the pack. <laughs> I didn't even really give a damn if I was last, but I knew I knew I was like, oh, I must be really feeling myself if I'm not last. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't even paying attention this day. I was just every day it was just put your head down, get it done. You're not gonna beat nobody. You're not gonna <laughs> just put your head down, get it done in the time that we had to get it done in, so we don't have to do no extra because of you. That's all I ever really cared about. And we was in the middle of whatever i think we was on like 10 we were up there almost at the top getting ready to go back down and cochran hit us with a stop and every time he hit us with a stop somebody had fucked up so we all stopped where we were at and he was like he called out one of the fastest people on our team and said so and so so and so look where y'all are at look where jordan's at does that make any sense to you and i'm over there dying dizzy can't breathe and i was like what the fuck happened uh, what do you mean and he was like there is no way shit should be beating y'all we're starting over and i was like great great i feel great now i was i was just trucking along i was like damn it's a good day i'm finishing with a couple seconds left every time i'm doing good Boy. now we gotta start over and everybody fast because <laughs> they would be amazing. they fast and mad fast and mad I'm like, man, I'm trying to get my shit done. <laughs> I'm tired. No, you do was just, You was just trying to get to where the money reside. Where, where the, the money, money reside. reside. Money... <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want Santa to bring you anything? <laughs> what a loaded question. But Top three things. What you want? The end of the coronavirus. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Um, that shit just took it out of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> took all three. Um, a flight with a hotel booked. Mm-hmm. Um, what we need around here, y'all? What we need? You <laughs> sitting there looking around. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm pretty, I, I'm really honestly pretty blessed and highly favored. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, so, that's a, that's a good problem to have. It is. <laughs> uh, me, I don't give a fuck about no COVID. Fuck this COVID shit. So that ain't one of my three. I'm on a new driver. Uh, I'm not going to get it. I was definitely on Santa's bad list this year. <laughs> rightfully so. Uh, I want a gold chain so I can flex all my haters and uh, I'll get, you know, bigger picture, you know, a healthy daughter till the time I'm, you know, till I check in. I don't want no problems with my daughter. Uh, so, you know, those are my three. I guess. Yeah, I, don't I really know. want this driver, though. It's time, man. I asked for a new speaker just because I was asked to put together a list so every year it's literally just perfume candles and then like i try to find some electronic because it makes my mom feel like she's doing something and i don't want to spend the money on it if i don't have to so right but yeah speaking on what you said i've been blessed too i i have everything that i can ever fucking want and if i want it i typically get it other than my tesla uh that's been the (laughs) my moby dick man this is the one thing I can't get. 2021, I'm getting it, though. Uh, speak it into existence. But other than that, if I want it, I get it on my Ariana Grande shit. You feel me? So Get the head, that bread, then leave. I don't know why that made me think of that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I live my life. So, uh, yeah, man. I, it's going to be interesting, though. Uh, you know, my, my kid's first Christmas during COVID. <laughs> uh we we were originally supposed to be 
no, we were supposed to do Thanksgiving, uh, my wife's hometown, Christmas here. Uh, we're flipping next year, hopefully. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting because my kid and uh, my little brother's kid is going to be together. Uh, both of them are now aware. So I'm going to pit my kid up against my nephew and see who ass gets whooped first. All right. Uh, your nephew is a big little boy. <laughs> he, he is. He's a he's a behemoth. So Charlie going to have to, she's going to have to pull it out of her. Them thick thighs better save your life. Uh, it's over for you. Uh, and just like gifts and shit, because I'm, I'm never liking the Christmas spirit. Like just because, you know, it's me and my wife or me and my girlfriend at the time. We know what we're going to get each other. Typically, it's rare we're surprised. My parents, you know, may, you know, give me a little gift. You know, here you go. But it's nothing ever, like, breathtaking, I guess, since I was 16, 15. So, I guess that killed the spirit for me. But now that I have a kid, I guess when she gets older, that that would be my fun. Playing Santa. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no milk and cookies, though. I want whiskey and a blunt. I am about coming to in there. Hella eggnog. I think I'm a dabble too. And I think I'm gonna give my grandma a weed cookie. We're gonna see where this goes. Oh no. <laughs> yes. I'm so I called a few of my family members and I asked them just straight, should I give Granny a weed cookie? My brother, my little brother, was like, I'm out of it. Like, if you do that, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Like, you tripping. And I asked my aunt, and she was like, Bring me one. <laughs> so I was like, I got you, Auntie. I ain't asked my mom yet, uh, but if we do give it to her, we're going to have to record her the whole time because she's going to be viral. Like, she's going to say something ridiculous at the very least. I'm, so I'm with your little brother. That's um, that's a lot. Like it ain't like she to go to work. It ain't like she getting, you know what I'm saying, drug tested tomorrow. She I drink mean, wine. But you... <laughs> okay. I ain't going to give a whole like... cookie. I'm going to give no, him a quarter you, one. Well, duh. Yeah, you better not. <laughs> I'm officially the Grinch. This is my shit. That sounds problematic. Um, I'm going to give it to I, her tomorrow, not on this, Christmas, by the way. Typically, I'm not like, um, I don't know. I don't like decorating shit for Christmas, but I do get excited about like seeing people and whatever. And I get excited about giving gifts. And I am the type where... We might know a little bit, but like, <laughs> I think my ex still wears shit to this day that I used to get him because I'm mm. very big on like surprising people with like thoughtful gifts. That's like mm-hmm. my shit. That is my shit, my shit. So I don't really have anybody to like get gifts for, A. And then B, I don't really get to see my family this year. This is the first time in years that I could actually like hang out and stay. Because what I have been doing, the life of a retail worker, particularly a manager, is I would leave Christmas Eve from work, drive eight to nine hours <laughs> in the dark, have everybody losing their minds trying to figure out what time I'm getting there. I would get there. I have to wake up on Christmas and like try to function but be sleepy as hell. And then the next morning, I would have to get up and leave at like 6 a.m. to go back to work. And then I have to work through the weekend. And this is the first year I can finally like hang out and... Let me tell you what my family is doing. So, COVID sucks ass. Um, In my mom's hometown, there is currently an outbreak and has been going on for like two or three weeks because they refuse to wear masks. And I keep telling y'all, it could happen anywhere. And all it takes is one case to come and then it's over. But it's dropping them like flies. So, my parents have gone and extracted her. They actually had her delivered (laughs) four hours Um, which they were just going to go get her, but someone volunteered to bring her. So they brought her to like a midway point. My parents got her. They all wore masks in the car, um, back to the house. And then she's staying for five days. My dad and her have had kind of the typical in-law relationship. I don't know. They get along fine because dad is very respectful and whatever, but to be in the same house for five days, voluntarily you know something's going on <laughs> right and i called him on my way back from work because they've only been she's been at the house like five hours and dad was like it's gonna be a long five days <laughs> shit man um uh and they kind of both feel this way because my mom and her mom but butt- but heads like me and my mom do like my mom and i cannot be 
in the same place for longer than 48 hours before we're going to start arguing. And I can't figure out why it just happens. But um, so the plan is I'm not going to stay there. Um, so we're going to do Christmas in Red Oak, but I'm going to stay at my apartment. And when I go down there, we're just going to spend time outside. So we'll all be mm-hmm. on the back porch. My mom's brother is coming up from Houston. They're getting a hotel. Usually they would stay at the house, but they're going to get a hotel. And we're just going to be on the back porch, which mm. we have a pretty nice setup on the back. That's something that my parents have always invested in. So there's always like couches and like a place to hang out, but still we're going to be outside all day. <laughs> so I'm not all that excited yeah. about it. Um, and I'm, we're not all using the same bathrooms. Like we all have like a designated bathroom to use. Hmm. Um, I don't know what the fuck we're doing about food. I'm pretty sure we're doing like, cause usually we do the full, like a ham, a turkey, a yada, a yada. I think we're literally just doing burgers and chicken cause it'll be easier to eat and like serve outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just not. It's a lot. It's All I can lot. do is just, I'm just going to drink. I will say, cause I was telling somebody this today. I think we, we may have talked about this last time. The, um, Value in eggnog is not so much the taste of eggnog. While it is tasty, in my opinion, but it's not for everybody. It's particularly the texture sometimes is too much for people. Going Having holidays in a Southern Baptist home, it's the easiest way to like drink around everybody. Because where we were doing holidays, it's a small town. There is nowhere else to go. Like, there's no reason for you to leave. So the like going outside... None of us really smoke weed. Well, my cousin does now. But, but back in the day, no one really, we never really had like the cousins that like go to the store and come back high. Mm. That like wasn't a thing. But my parents would like run to the store and drink, I realized as I grew up. <laughs> we always had a cooler in a bag full of beer. So since I have been able to drink, we've gotten a little bolder and we've had, we've been making eggnog and whiskey and drinking in the house. But I will say my grandma has kind of like, relaxed a little bit so like now we can drink she she doesn't love it but we will do it but to avoid an argument or really just to avoid her like the way she looks at you when you have a beer in your hand the eggnog is like the most peaceful situation mm-hmm. and we can all just pretend like it there's nothing in it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna I'm try eggnog this year uh and and see where it takes me but I don't have to worry about any any of the things you said. Number one, I have amazing in-laws. Shout out to my in-laws. I fucks with y'all. And uh, yeah, other than that, me, I, everybody in my family over 21, other than my youngest brother, and he finna turn 21. So we all be getting fucked up and talking mad shit. So this year ain't going to be no different. Yeah, that's definitely not an element of any of our family holidays it's an what's weird is is like i still had it growing up because it is an element of my coach family gatherings (laughs) to say the least so that's always been fun but for my actual blood relatives that it's very stereotypical (laughs) yeah well shit but either way it's about to be such a um What's the word I'm looking for? Not a project, but it's just going to be such an undertaking that I'm just not even excited. I just don't even care. I I, I feel like at the end of the day, uh, if you have the opportunity to, you know, spend time with your family, embrace that shit, the way COVID is going, you know, anything could fucking happen at any given moment. So for sure, if you got that chance to do that, I'm definitely going to embrace my family more than I typically do, because typically I'm stoic. So, you know, be a little bit more festive, a little bit more kikis, and I'm going to burn the ass up and get my grandma high. <laughs> Big Christmas 2020. Let's get it. All right, Jordan, like always, wrap us up, fam. We want to leave you with this. Whatever the holidays look like for you, make sure you take time to give people their roses while you still can. And then afterwards... Make sure you get back to what a money reside, what a money reside, what a money reside, what a money reside. Like always, man, uh, in, enjoy your time, uh, and whatever you do, just don't be the next meme. Holla. This is.
Hey man, if you just enjoyed what you listened to, please be sure to like, comment, review, and share to all of your social medias. And we are on certain socials on Instagram at You Mad It's a Meme and on Facebook at You Mad It's a Meme Podcast. And make sure you go and like, comment, and share those posts as much as you possibly can. Also, man, if you want us to talk about something specific, uh, something you've seen on your timeline, something that you got fake mad at, be sure to hit us at you mad at me podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs>